Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. In this episode, meet Tempest founder Holly Whitaker, entrepreneur Romy Neustadt, and Harvard professor Laura Huang. Go behind the mic with these authors and hear what it was like to record their audiobooks and what they discovered in the process. Enjoy. My name is Holly Whitaker, and I'm the author of Quit Like a Woman, The Radical Choice to Not Drink in a Culture Obsessed with Alcohol. My book was inspired by my own recovery from alcohol addiction outside the rooms of AA and also just having a really specific viewpoint on what we need to change in the recovery landscape, what needs to change in the way that we view alcohol consumption in our society. And I felt like I would die if someone else beat me to publishing a book like this first. If I had to describe what it was like to record the audio version of my book in one word, I would say an honor. The word or phrase I realized I didn't know how to pronounce was memoir. I realized I've been saying the French version and that you actually say memoir my whole life. That's embarrassing. The thing that I'm excited about people to hear in the narration, there's a couple things. I think the first is there was stuff I wrote that was really hard to convey on the page that was so much easier to convey with my voice. Um, And then the other part of it, too, was it allowed me to talk without shame some things that are easier to write but really hard to speak to, like sexual experiences or just, I would say, like owning my accomplishments. And so it was a good practice of actually saying out loud the words that are far easier to write and hard to speak. And then the last thing is the places where I was tired and had nothing left to give, but where I have such conviction, I was excited to be able to kind of continue to bring that like sense of conviction. I don't necessarily think you always get from the written word. My dream narrator is Julia Roberts. I have no idea why, but I just feel like she would kind of crush it. I love anything that's actually narrated in the voice of Pema Chodron when it's actually her own works that are narrated in her voice. I also really appreciate The Future of Spirituality by Ken Wilber. I love Ken Wilber, and I actually love hearing him talk. And now listen to a clip from the audiobook. People are often shocked when I tell them that addiction was the best thing that ever happened to me. But it's true. It was. Most people go through this life living each day not much different from the next. We are born impressionless, doughy little babies into a world that carves its fear and love of conformity into us. We are told to pick the safe path, to get a job that pays well, to marry a man who provides, become a woman who provides, save our money, buy property, procreate, and die with as few wrinkles as humanly possible. I'm Romy Neustadt. I'm the author of You Can Have It All, Just Not at the Same Damn Time. I wrote my book because we women are suffering from this epidemic called unrealistic expectations. We're trying to be everything and do everything and look perfect while we're doing it. And it's leaving us exhausted and frustrated and stressed and feeling like a failure. I lived that 
as my kids got older and my business got bigger, I had a breakdown because I figured out I was trying to do it all, and that's not possible. So I had to find the tools and create some more of my own to figure out how to focus on the life I really wanted and how to let go of everything else. And since I figured out how to do it, I knew that I had to write this for all the other women out there who are struggling because I want to make sure that they're living a life filled with their all, too. So the one word that describes my audiobook recording session is focus. And interestingly enough, that's my word for 2020. You know, when you are putting a book out into the world, there is so much that goes into it. It's really easy to lose focus of why you wrote it in the first place and who you're trying to serve in its pages. And so these magical days that I've been able to be in studio, I've had to focus on this baby I've given birth to. And it was a wonderful way to reconnect with something I loved writing and I hope will help so many women. There wasn't a lot that I didn't know how to pronounce because I write like I speak. And if I don't say it, I don't write it. So it's really amazing to be able to narrate your own book because when you write nonfiction, it's your words. And this book is deeply personal to me, and I couldn't imagine anyone else reading it. It was so much fun to be able to bring it to life. And I hope the listener really hears how passionate I am about all of this and how much I want her to build a life filled with everything she wants. There's no one else who could read this book. This is my story. These are my words. And I wouldn't have let anyone else do it. (laughs) I just got done listening to Gabby Bernstein's Spirit Junkie. And I love her books. They are so filled with countless nuggets to help us live better lives and be truer to ourselves. And her narration of her work is so heartfelt, so soothing, so easy to listen to. I just love her work. I'm a huge fan of audiobooks because it's allowed me to fit in a lot more books in the course of a year. I try and read physical books every morning, but throughout the day when I'm doing mindless tasks, cooking, driving, going for walks, I will listen to audiobooks. And now listen to a clip from the audiobook. When I think about how much time I've spent in my life obsessing about and beating myself up for the mistakes I've made, it's just plain sad. So much wasted time, energy, and emotions that have made me doubt myself and question my worthiness. And it's stolen my focus from what I've declared is really important to me. Why are we so effing hard on ourselves. Hi, this is Laura Huang, author of Edge, Turning Adversity into Advantage. I wrote my book because I wanted people who feel underestimated or disadvantaged to feel empowered. 
I wanted them to feel like they had a way where they could level the playing field, even within structures that may not seem like they're changing fast enough, or even within a world that seems like it might not be meritocratic. We often think that hard work will speak for itself. We're taught from a really young age, and we teach our children to work hard. If you ask people who have won Olympic gold medals, people who are CEOs of companies, people who have achieved tremendous success, what's the secret to your success? A lot of times they say, it's hard work. But the thing about hard work is that you can take two people who work equally as hard, and one of those people will ultimately be more successful than the other. And that's because the outcomes are often driven by things like signals and perceptions and cues. I was inspired by things that I was seeing in my research where because things are dictated by perceptions and signals and cues, it also provides an opportunity for us to flip challenges and adversity and stereotypes in our favor so that we can create our own edge, that we can empower ourselves even within a structure where we're trying to change things from the outside in, that we can also change things from the inside out. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be grueling yet fun. I'm hyphenating it, so it's one word. (laughs) Grueling yet fun. It was tiring. It was really tiring, but it also was an exercise in learning how to be clear and articulate. And it was also fun sort of seeing the words jump out at me in a very different way than when I'm reading it. I realized that I had trouble pronouncing lots of different words. You know, apparently I put the word important in the book a lot, and I kept dropping the T's and saying important instead of important. It's funny because after the first day of recording, I was talking to a friend and I was saying, apparently I dropped my T's. Like, instead of saying important, I say important. And she was saying, you just realized that? I knew that about you for ages. You know, the word poignant? In my head, I was, I'm writing it, it's poignant or poignant. So see, even now I'm mispronouncing it. Poignant. Oh, oh, wait, wait, hold on. I got it. I got it. Poignant. (laughs) I think I'm the most proud that I was actually able to do it, that they were my words and that I was also able to be the one to articulate them. So just being able to do this, I'm super excited about that. For the listeners, I'm really excited for them to hear some of the stories and hear them with my intonations and the way that I'm accenting certain things. One of the reasons I agreed to write this book was that I was given the freedom and the permission to include lots of stories about ordinary people, people that did face a disadvantage or were underestimated and had to figure out how to create and gain their own edge. So rather than lots of stories about super famous people, I mean, there's a couple of those, but most of the stories are about unassuming, ordinary people. And so I think I'm the most excited for those stories. If I wasn't going to be the one to record this, I would have loved for Ali Wong to record this. I think she's got the right mixture of seriousness and sass. You know, she's provocative, yet careful and balanced. And I mean, in some ways, I wish I could say someone like Gemma Chan because she's elegant and graceful and thoughtful. 
And in some ways, I want to be elegant and graceful and thoughtful. I think I'm, you know, thoughtful, but have barely any grace and elegance. (laughs) And I think Ali Wong brings enough of that grace and elegance to make me look good, but with a personality that is much more similar to my personality. And now listen to a clip from the audiobook. In 2018, Marai Nagasu became the first American woman to land a triple axel at the Olympics. How did she do it? Hard work and perseverance, of course. Before she ever set foot on an ice rink, Nagasu spent most of her childhood in a storage room at the sushi restaurant that her parents owned in suburban Los Angeles. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening. For more behind-the-mic content and audiobook recommendations, visit www.penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash nextlisten.